Are you a client-facing online entrepreneur who's ready to feel confident in how to run the behind the scenes of your online business? If you're tired of feeling like you're always flying by the seat of your pants and secretly drowning and wearing all of the hats of your business, then you're in the right place. I know you're ready to get organized, clean up your calendar, and fully step into the CEO that you know you're meant to be. Welcome to the Beyond the Systems podcast. I'm your host, Sam Wisnett, a systems strategist for client-facing businesses. I'm on a mission to help you streamline your business so you can save time, boost your profits, and feel confident about your growth. Are you ready to dive into the power of scalable systems? Then let's jump into this week's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the Beyond the Systems podcast. I am so excited you are here. I'm your host, Sam Wisnett, and in this episode, I'm going to be diving into the four steps to triple your one-on-one offer capacity. So this episode was originally inspired by a client I worked with pretty recently who came to me because his goal was to triple his client capacity. He had a great offer. He had a good lead generation system. And he was actually making around 15 to 20K a month. So he had a good flow of clients and a good foundation base of clients. But he realized at this point that he could not take on any more clients. He was very limited in the amount of clients he could onboard every month because of all of the businessy admin stuff he had to do to just get started working with the client. And especially with the onboarding piece was his biggest pain point because once he started working with a client, it was pretty streamlined. It was pretty easy, but it was the getting started that was holding him back a lot. And so most of my clients do offer one-on-one services in some capacity, but I also work with people who have like a one-on-one hybrid program, you know, that has one-on-one support. So like a mastermind that also has one-on-one support. So if you have any goal, goal to scale your client capacity, these steps are really going to be important for you. And with one-on-one, it can be very, very difficult to scale your capacity because you have a capacity, right? And either you only have so much of time that you can give to your clients especially if you have one-on-one on an evergreen model, whereas this client had where he had one offer that he was just really getting as many people in. And I've seen this with my other clients. They have a signature program that they just want majority of people to go into. They have maybe have a few other programs or a few other offer tiers that are for you know maybe a bigger client or a bit of a smaller client, but there's one signature product program that they really want people in. Then This can create a lot of friction when it's on an evergreen model because even though you're not launching, you're not having that launching burnout, you're still having to do a lot of management. So not only are you having to onboard people, um, not only are you having to market, let's just start at the beginning. You're not only having to do all of your marketing, you're not only having to do all of your sales, you're not only having to do all of your onboarding, you're also having to do all of your management and all of your offboarding. And you're probably doing this like all in the same way right? There just becomes so many moving pieces where I feel like if you're launching, that can be actually a bit easier because you're onboarding everyone at the same time. Like you have a big marketing period, you have a big sales period, you have a big onboarding period where it might be chaos during that time, but it does end, right? Because then everyone's in your program and then maybe it's kind of smooth sailing. And then your only focus is managing everyone in the program. And then it's offboarding everyone. Whereas when it's evergreen, it can be very, very all intertwined. You can be doing all of those things in the same day. So a lot of clients that come to me for help with this, that's how they feel. They feel super, super overwhelmed by all of these moving pieces. 
especially with creating content on top of that. And if they have a team managing the team, making sure that team's also doing what they need to be doing. And what happens is they become very inconsistent and just way too busy. It kind of creates this income roller coaster, I call it, where because you're so focused on, you know, either you're so focused on marketing and sales because you aren't busy in your business. And so you really focus on marketing and sales and you're like, okay, I'm going to get as many people in the doors as possible. And you have a really high month, but then you are so focused on onboarding and managing your clients that you now have that you've lack on the marketing and sales piece because your focus is very just inconsistent and you're too busy to do it all, right? So, and what ends up happening with this is it just ends up creating a lot of mindset and boundary issues as well. So when you're super inconsistent, when you're too busy, when you're overwhelmed by all of these moving pieces, it's going to stop you from growing because there's no process for you to follow with clients. You are probably losing track of what clients are doing what, like if you have, if you're, for example, if your program is a one-on-one program for six months, or even if you have a mastermind program for six months, it's like, oh, how long has this person been in this program? Did I promise them a one-on-one call or did I not? Like there's so many moving pieces that you just lose track of what you're promising and what you've actually delivered. Um, And so that can actually end up causing you to either over deliver or under deliver because you're not following through on what you said because you just maybe you don't remember what you said or now your capacity is out of control like you just don't have the capacity to do it which we never want of course or what I see more often is over delivering because my clients end up feeling bad right you feel end up feeling guilty you feel like that's your fault you lost track of what you promised them and you know you feel like you are already starting at like negative five, instead of starting at zero with a client or even starting at like, you know, plus five with a client, you're starting at negative five. So you're constantly trying to catch up and feel like you are providing enough value for them. And then another thing that happens with this is you end up actually losing out on money because you aren't selling into the next thing. If you are not confident in your client experience, especially during that initial onboarding process, then you are not going to be on top of selling into the next thing or whatever continuation thing you have after the container that they are in. And it really just creates this overall feeling, I think, of, oh, I'm not a good business owner, right? It's not necessarily that you aren't good at what you do. Like you might know like, oh, I'm great at what I do. I'm a great coach. I'm a great service provider, but I'm just not really good at the businessy parts. And we don't want that, right? So if you're thinking, yes, this is me and I really want to get my life together behind the scenes. I don't want to feel like that anymore. I don't want to feel overwhelmed. I don't want to feel like a hot mess. Then here is the four-step process that I will take you through so you can scale your offer and also feel really confident while you're doing it and while you're growing and taking on more clients. Step one is going to be to streamline your offer or productize your offer. The first foundational step to any system or really anything that we are going to create from here on out is getting super, super clear on what it is that we are actually delivering on, right? So if you have an evergreen offer, you need to make sure that it is super clear and consistent. So there's no more like forgetting what's included. There's no more making up details on the spot. There's no more charging every single client a different amount. No, that is not happening anymore because when we do that with that inconsistency, we are not able to systemize. We're not able to automate the steps that come after that. So you want to get super clear on exactly what's included, the pricing options and the level of support to really create consistency in your client experience. And I will just go ahead and say the more customized something is, the harder it is to automate. 
So if you do have a more custom offer, that's that's totally fine. I've worked with service providers and specifically more like kind of agency style where they do a lot of custom offers. And we've been able to make something work because what we do is we pick out the foundational similarities with every client, right? Or we create a few different packages where at least the base things are the same. Um, So you can have something to start with. So even if you have a custom offer, try to start looking at what are you providing to every client or, you know, maybe it's between two or three different services, um, but what two to three services are you really providing to every client? And this also might be a boundaries thing where you just say like, Hey, this is the service. And you know, if you don't want this piece, like, so sorry, um, that's just what's included. Uh, we're not going to change the price, you know? So there's a lot of things that can come up with that with custom offers, but if you can get it as, you know, streamlined and productized, like as close to a product, uh, like if you buy a course, you know exactly what's included. You want to get it as close to that as you can. It is going to really help you in the next steps. And so on next, we have a step two, which is going to be automate your onboarding. So once you have this clear offer, then you can really start to streamline and automate your onboarding process. So you don't need to like run to your laptop every single time you need to onboard a client, right? That's where that those videos um, come in by the pool where you're laying by the pool and you're like, I just made $10,000 in sales because um, you were able to just send a link in the DMs and they paid, right? So that's where this part comes in. So first thing you want to do is map out the step-by-step of how you want that process to flow. So if you're already working with clients, you probably have a good foundation for this. You know, you, you want to send the contract, you want to send the invoice, you want to send a form, but we want to really physically like write it down. So write it on a piece of paper, use a whiteboard app um, so you can share it with people online, get super clear on exactly what steps you want to go through so that then you can take that, you can first look at it through a big picture perspective and say, okay, great, here are the steps. And here is where we are going to start setting up some workflows to automate all of these things, like your payments, your contracts, your forms, your scheduling, and the follow-ups. And you will need tools for this. I love using a checkout tool like Thrivecart for this type of thing, especially if you have a really, really um, productized offer. I think Thrivecart is the best way to do this because you can connect it to Zapier and then through Zapier, you can automatically do, you know, you can send a contract, you can start workflows into Dubsado, you can set up Google folders, you can copy things into Google folders. Like there are, you know, you can basically do anything with Zapier and Thrivecart becomes a really, really great trigger for that. It becomes a really great starting point. So if you're able to do that, I recommend. Um, and I'll walk through a little bit of an example onboarding process. So an example one would be like the checkout, maybe through Thrivecart or whatever your favorite checkout tool is. But I usually start with the payment because that is an action the client takes. So that's a bit easier to um, start that. And then it's also nice to just have a link where you can just, if you're in the DMs, if you're chatting with someone, or even after a discovery call, if you just send the link and you say, hey, you know, make your payment through here, you can also offer different payment plans on the checkouts. Um, so you don't have to go back and forth and say like, okay, well, how did you want to pay? You know, do you want to pay in two payments or three payments? Um, could just send one link and they can decide. And then once they pay, that triggers a workflow in Dubsado, which sends the contract, sends a welcome email, sends a scheduler, sends an onboarding form. Um, and that's kind of a separate little side side hustle piece. Um, and then back to the Zapier, it starts the workflow in Dubsado. And then maybe it adds the information to the client tracker, which is in ClickUp. So it adds the dates, the start dates, the end dates, the payment information, email name. 
So you have all of that in one place. You don't even have to add it manually. And then maybe it creates a Google Drive folder. It copies documents in the Google Drive folder. Um, or if you have a program or you have a lot of resources, then also you can do like granting access to courses and products. Um, and one thing I just want to note here is a, l- a lot of times people kind of maybe not a lot of times, I will say sometimes people have a mindset of like, I don't want to automate a lot of this. I like being more in control of the process or I like the personalization of, you know, emails and X, Y, Z. You could still have personalization in this process. It's You're not going to be a robot. Like you can personalize basically every step of this process. So it's very on brand with you. And I actually think it makes your client experience a lot better because your client is not waiting on you to do anything and to move forward and to take action. Because chances are your client is excited to work with you. They want to start right now. Even if you don't have a call for two weeks, what can you give them now to, you know, continue that excitement, right? What can you give them now to surprise and like delight them and just make it as easy as possible for them to work with you. And The other thing is when you have all of this stuff automated, you don't have to do it. None of your team members have to do it. So you have a lot more time and energy to like go into Instagram and like send a voice note and say, oh my gosh, I saw you paid. Like, I'm so excited to start working with you. You know, you're going to get all the information, go through it and I'll see you on the first call. That voice note would mean a lot more to a client than, you know, you personalizing the email and the contract and say, yay, so excited to work with you here, sign your contract. Like your client doesn't know if you wrote that or if it, you know, if it's an automation. So just keep that in mind um, as you're setting up these automations. If you are thinking like, if you're hesitant about it, you're resisting it. There are a lot of ways that you can really work around that and add a lot of personalization or just even set up systems to remind you to go and do personalized things. Next step is going to be step three. This is going to be track your clients. So in the automation example that I talked about, um, one of the steps was add to client tracker in ClickUp. I think it's very, very important to make sure to set up a client and lead tracker uh, in a project management tool specifically. I, I recommend doing it in your project management tool so you and the team can see it. And just so you can see all of this important information in one place. And with leads, especially if you're doing a lot of um, DM conversations and stuff like that, that's just nice, especially if you have someone on your team who's helping you with that just nice to be able to like refer back to and see who you need to follow up with. Um, you know, any notes that are going on uh, for, from the conversations, but especially for your clients, especially, especially if you have a group program or if you have a one-on-one program, but you want a lot of clients, like with my client that had this example, I think he had about 20 clients that he was just managing off the top of his head, but he wanted a hundred clients. And so how are we going to manage a hundred clients? Like he's not going to be able to remember a hundred clients off the top of his head. He needs a place where he can go in and look and even just once a week and say, okay, I've, you know, they're good. They're good. They're good. Um, you know, I need to touch base with these people. And so what you want to include in this tracker is information like the start date, the end date, the payments, their email, et cetera. So just kind of the basic information, just so you don't have to go dig through old messages and previous call schedulers and all of this stuff, it will just help you and your team keep track of everything. And finally, step four is going to be creating your client hub. So I love having a client hub. I love setting up client hubs. What is it? It's a place where you can share information with your clients in one main place. I think this is where a lot of people feel disappointed when they invest in 
a coach or a service provider. And this piece, this comes with more of the management piece, feels really sticky and it can lead to a lot of disappointment, right? There's a lot of miscommunication that can happen, mismanaged expectations that can happen. Um, so if you have like one shared place where you can upload stuff, they can upload stuff, you can assign to-dos to them, they can chat with you, they can comment on things, they can see the project progress, that makes things so much easier. You will get a lot less questions with your clients. It just makes them so much easier to work together, right? So this can look like two different things depending on your business. So you have one-on-one services. Um, you can set up more of like a client portal tool where you would have a shared portal between like you and one client uh, where you can actually assign people to do's. You can drop in files. You can chat back and forth. Um, you can, you know, you can do a lot. There's a lot of client uh, portal tools where you can customize exactly, you know, what features you want to have. Um, so depending on what exactly you're sharing with your clients, I think this can be really useful. I think especially it can be useful for service providers, but I also think it could be useful for coaches um, because I think it really extends the relationship beyond just an email, right? If you have a coach and they're just emailing you like, okay, now make sure to do your homework. Here's this and this. Like personally, I'm reading the email and then I'm like forgetting about it until my next coaching call. But if I had a coach and we had a shared portal tool and they like went in and you know, put in, okay, here's your to-do list. Like you have to go mark it off and I'm going to, it's going to send you reminders until you do it. Well, dang, like that, that's a high touch experience in my opinion, right? So depending on your business, that could be useful for you. Or if you are mostly running group situations, masterminds, et cetera. Um, especially even with, if you have a one-on-one element, you can just use like a course hosting platform. So this is where you can upload all the call recordings. You can share your resources and templates. Um, and if you have one-on-one aspects, then you can also create a shared like Google drive folder on the side. I don't think you necessarily need both of those tools. If you're not doing a lot of one-on-one work, or if you're not doing like solely one-on-one work, I think with a group, you can have the shared Google folder where they can upload things and you can just, it's just easier for you to have access to it and you can upload things when needed. Um, and then having that main course hosting platform be like the main area for your clients to find everything that they need. And then of course, you'll probably want some place also for communication, whether that's a Slack channel or a Facebook group or something like that. And I will drop in a few tool recommendations um, because I know people will ask. So for client portal tools, I recommend using motion.io is a client portal tool. I've also used ClickUp as a client portal tool. Like you could share the folders and Basecamp has been, I've seen people use that. And I think that would also be a really good contender course hosting platform. I really like using Kajabi. I think it's a great tool uh, or Thinkific or Teachable. Any of the main course hosting platforms, I think, you know, work for this type of situation. But all in all, having this organized and simple client hub really just elevates your program or service, right? Because it keeps you organized on the back end, but it also keeps your client organized and it just eliminates questions because they know where to find everything, right? So to wrap it up, and if you're ready to dive in and boost your client experience and capacity, then the first step really is to get clear, right? We want to get clear on your offer. We want to get that clarity um, on exactly what's happening when someone's working with you. You want to get clear on your onboarding process. You want to get clear on where your clients are in their container, what they're paying you, how much longer they have. So then you can also upsell them or, you know, at least follow up with them after they stop working with you. And you want to get clear on how you're communicating and interacting with them, right? You want to make sure all of those things are super clear because 
once you have that super clear, you can automate a lot of things and you can outsource a lot of things, right? It's a lot easier to bring on someone like a client success manager to help you manage this stuff when it's very, very clearly laid out and it's easy to understand what's actually going on. So at the end of the day, this is your business. So you are the one who gets to decide these things and like you, you're the one who gets to do it your way, right? If, but if you are really clear, your clients are also going to be really clear and then they will just have a much better experience working with you. So client onboarding is one of my favorite areas and one of the main areas I work with clients on, especially in my done for you client onboarding intensive where we map out all of these things and then my team and I actually build it out for you. So if you need help streamlining your client experience, definitely book a call with me to learn more. Otherwise, thank you for listening and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond the Systems podcast. I hope that this episode has given you insight into the impact systems can have on your business so you can scale to the next level. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show and share it with others. Your review will help us spread the word about the power of systems. Thank you so much and I'll see you in the next episode.